Hi, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast, the show where we provide home organizing and productivity tips so that you can get your home and life organized and stay organized. I'm your host, Kathy McEwen. Hey there, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast. And by the way, if you're enjoying our show here at the Organize for Success, would you be so kind as to subscribe and leave a five-star review and comment? It actually means a lot to me and will help us be found by others who could benefit from our show. So please, if you don't mind, just, you know, maybe leave a review or subscribe whatever, anything helps. And I would really appreciate it. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Okay, so let's get started. So I have a question for you. Do you find that sometimes your brain seems to be slowing down? You may forget things, you may find you can't make decisions easily, you may feel like you have a list of to do's in your head that is a mile long. If so, I can relate. I really can. I often feel that way. And when that happens, I have to take a step back and clear my mind. Or what if you look at all your clutter in your home and that causes you to have a cluttered mind? Does that happen for you? Because a cluttered home usually always equals a cluttered mind. Well, If you have a cluttered mind, it can cause anxiety, it can cause stress and worry, and it can cause information overload, which is having too much information to process, which can lead to feeling mentally draining. Also, you know, we can only absorb so much information, we can only process so much. So when information comes in, and there isn't room for it, then some information is going to fly out which can explain why you may feel overwhelmed and forgetful at times and have a hard time focusing. So what causes us to have a cluttered mind? Now, I've mentioned a few reasons already, but I want to just pull it all together. And I have seven things that I wanted to mention on um, what causes us to have a cluttered mind. And then I'm going to go into what we can do to help with a cluttered mind. What can we do that will help us? when we have a cluttered mind. I'm going to go into that a little bit. But first, what causes us to have a cluttered mind? Number one, information overload, which is what I just mentioned. It's when we're continuing to learn new information until you feel overwhelmed because our brain can only absorb so much. So after a while, if we keep learning, new information is coming in, it, you know, it just becomes cluttered. Number two is a cluttered home, which is overstimulation and can cause stress and overwhelm. So if you have a cluttered home, every time you look at all your stuff, that's just overstimulating your brain and it can cause stress and overwhelm. Number three is decision fatigue. So when you have to make a lot of decisions, it can be very overwhelming and tiring. So decision fatigue. So Sometimes I've had such a cluttered mind that I have had such a hard time making decisions. Something as easy as like, where do you want to go for supper tonight? And I could not tell you because my brain is fried. So that's usually because of a cluttered mind. So number three was decision fatigue. Number four is daily stress. And that could be due to financial struggles that you may be having. It could be your job that is causing you to have stress. 
Maybe you have a business. If you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, that could be causing you stress because, hey, as a business owner, I know firsthand that there can be a lot of stress. So maybe that's what's causing you to have daily stress. And if so, that also contributes to a cluttered mind. Number five is worrying about things. We worry about so much, don't we? We worry about our health. We may be worried about the health of a family member or friends. Um, We worry about our kids sometimes, our spouses, our jobs, the economy. We worry about how we look, what others think of us. We worry about our future. So there's so many things that we worry about. Now, I'm not saying you worry about all that because maybe not. Maybe you don't worry about all of those things, but those are just common things that people worry about. And sometimes it is a constant worry. And therefore, that is going to contribute to a cluttered mind. That's number five, worrying about things. Number six is hurt, pain, and sadness. These strong emotions hold a space in our mind. So if we're hurt, we're caught, we have pain or we're feeling sad, that's all going to be in our mind as well. And those are strong emotions. Number seven is mental to-do lists that we don't write down, which totally clutters our minds, right? So if we have a list of things in our brain that we have to do and we keep thinking about, oh my gosh, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this, you know, that's constant clutter in our brains. So I'll just go back and quickly, very quickly, and just list the last seven again. What causes us to have a cluttered mind? Number one is information overload. Number two is cluttered home. Number three is decision fatigue. Number four is daily stress. Number five is worrying about things. Number six is hurt, pain, and sadness. And number seven is the mental to-do list that we have in our brain. And there is probably more reasons as well, but those are the seven that I just came up with. All right, so what can we do to help with a cluttered mind? Because we don't want to live with a cluttered mind all the time. It's exhausting. So what can we do? Well, number one, we could use a management tool. And this is what I use, actually. I use a management tool when I have a lot of to-dos in my mind, then I have to start writing them down. So if so, let me just rephrase that. If I have a ton of things that I want to do, all these tasks are flying around in my brain, I've got to do them, it becomes overwhelming and I got to write it down. So sometimes I just grab a piece of paper and just start writing them down, which is what I call a brain dump. But then I also use Trello, which is a management tool that uses boards and lists. And I create a board uh, for Monday to Saturday. So I have six boards in Trello right now. I have boards for other things as well for like projects I'm working on. But when it's these tasks that are constantly in my brain, and these are things that I usually do on a regular basis, what I did is create a board for Monday, for Tuesday, for Wednesday, for Thursday, for Friday, for Saturday. I didn't do Sunday because I'm trying to have a day where I don't have to worry about tasks. So what I do is I create the board and then I have lists of to-dos that I want to tackle in each board. So for Monday, maybe work on a podcast, for example. So you can write you can write these down. They're easy to use. You may already use Trello. Um, but if not, I find it so easy to use. So Trello is so easy to use and it displays exactly what I want to do each day. You can create daily 
uh, boards. You can create weekly, you can create monthly boards, whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. You may have different projects that you're working on. So you may have different titles. It's so easy. You just pick what's easy for you, whatever you want. It really helped me to get all my tasks written down and organized. And that's once again, Trello. Number two is breathing exercises. And it is recommended to do slow, deep and rhythmic breathing, which helps reduce your heart rate, relaxes your muscles, calms the mind and normalizes brain function. So that's been proven scientifically and breathing exercises is key. So if you want more information on doing breathing exercises, you can try Googling it. And there's lots of books on this topic, lots of different articles written on it. I'm certainly not an expert in this field. So that's why I suggest you may want, if you want more uh, info on that, just Google. I'm sure you'll find lots of info. Number three is journal writing. You know, keep a journal and write down your thoughts. It's another kind of way of brain dumping. But instead of you always writing down your tasks, which you could do in a journal, you could be writing down anything, your thoughts, your feelings, what you want to do, which planning for your vision for your future, anything could be in a journal. So that's another way of clearing that mind. Number four is declutter your physical items. You knew I was going to talk about that, right? Because honestly, this will help you tremendously. Having less stuff is liberating. And you've probably heard me say this before, but being organized is like having a breath of fresh air. And it is so true, right? Declutter your items. Honestly, I promise you it will help. It's going to help tremendously with mind clutter and just feeling better overall. So having less stuff is liberating. Now, if you struggle to let go and have an organized home, you know that is my specialty, right? I've helped hundreds of people clear their clutter and get organized. And I have several ways to help you, including our free resources, our courses, our programs, and private one-on-one sessions with me. So I'm sure I have something that I can help you with. So if you struggle to let go of your items and get your home clutter-free and organized, reach out to me, send me a message on Instagram, at Kathy Organizes, it's K-T-H-Y-O-R-G-A-N-I-Z. Yes, Kathy Organizes, or through my website at kathymcewan.com, K-T-H-Y-M-C-E-W-A-N.com. Go to the contact form and we can chat, right? And see if there is a way we can work together or if I can give you some resources to help you. Definitely just reach out. I'm the one that's going to be answering you um, personally, so feel free. All right, so I'm just going to go back over those four really quickly just to read them again here. So uh, list them again. Number one was use a management tool. Number two was breathing exercises. Number three was journal writing. Number four was decluttering your physical items. And number five is letting go of what you can't control. So why do we get so stressed about things we have no control over? So an example can be when we get stressed out over something that someone else has done, we can't control their actions. So why do we let it bother us so much, right? When we are bothered, that causes mental clutter as well, because it's something in her mind that is bothering us, but we have to let go of what we can't control because it's out of our control, right? So that's number five. 
Number six is set boundaries in your relationships. When relationships feel toxic, it is stressful. We spend a lot of time thinking about how toxic it is. So decide how to best interact in this relationship. You have to decide how you can best interact in this relationship because it's toxic, right? Or some things are toxic. You have to be the one to decide if you want to end this relationship or not. I'm not saying that you have to because I don't know what kind of relationship it is. And that would always be your decision, right? Because I have no idea what kind of relationship you're in. You have to decide that. But if it's a relationship where it feels toxic, then you need to set boundaries, right? So once again, I'm not saying that you have to... Um, and the relationship, because I don't know what the kind of relationship it is, but you can decide how to manage being in this relationship, how to interact in the relationship and how to best serve you because you have to take care of you. So how you interact in the relationship and how it best serves you is what's so important. So set boundaries in your relationships. Number seven is spend more time on yourself and your self-care and if you struggle to find time to yourself, you're going to want to listen to episode 86, which is called How to Find Me Time for Self-Care. And I go into more detail in that episode. But basically, you need time for you to clear your mind. You need to find the time for downtime. Right? You need to be able to have that downtime. You need to be able to have time on your own. You need to be able to find the things, time to do the things you love to do. And so... Like I said, if you need more information on how you can do that, hop on over to episode 86, how to find me time for self-care, because I go into lots of detail on how to make sure that you can find that time. Number eight is tame your perfectionism. If you're a perfectionist, which I am totally guilty of, you tend to worry more and want everything to be just perfect. I am trying hard to let some things go. Otherwise, it is more stressful and I'm focusing my energy on things that I really don't need to, all of which adds mental clutter. So if you're a perfectionist, you may worry or you may, you know, want things to go a different way. And all this is causing mental clutter because we're really focusing our energy on things that we may not need to, right? If we weren't such a perfectionist, we wouldn't be worrying about this stuff. So an example is if my kids didn't clean and organize to my standard. That was a tough one for me to see that it wasn't done to its potential. But if a client or student of mine organized an area of their home and showed me the before and after photos, for example, I don't react the way at all. I do not react that way at all. I don't say it's not up to my potential. Like, I just don't do that. I, I look at it and I'm thrilled with the progress. Even if it's not the same as what I would have done, any progress is good in my eyes. So that, you know, when I see them, I'm fine with their progress. But when it came to my own home and my own family, I would find myself explaining that it could have been done differently. I'd be explaining to them like, you know, maybe you should have done it this way or that way. And it's something that I'm still working on. Because if we let something slide, it's okay. I could have let something slide. 
but that's that perfection in me, perfectionism in me that I make, I find it hard. So if you're a perfectionist, I get it, but we have to let some things slide. It's just not worth it, right? Because then we just get worrying about things or we get upset about things. And sometimes we just have to let things slide and it's okay. Number nine is meditation, which is another way to clear up your mind, you know, rest your body and your mind. And that's through meditation. Number 10 is limit distractions. So for example, taking time away from emails and social media. And so if you limit those distractions, that will help with your mind clutter. Number 11 is stop multitasking. When we multitask, we are concentrating on more than one thing at a time, and it can be stressful and overwhelming. It is much easier to do one thing at a time and get it finished before moving on to the next. So try not to multitask if you can, because I find when we're multitasking, it's exhausting for our brain for one, and for two, we may not have the results that we wanted. So I know what you're thinking. Probably thinking, yeah, well, I work in an environment and I have to multitask. And I know that is not always possible, like especially if your work requires you to multitask. But try to figure out a solution so you're not so overwhelmed. Have a meeting with your boss to discuss that you will be more productive if you're being thrown, if you were not being thrown a dozen things at a time, right? So if you're constantly being thrown stuff to do, then you're definitely just not going to be as productive if you were to start one and finish it. So try to stop multitasking because that is exhausting for the brain. Number 12 is prioritize. So as mentioned, when you have several things to do at once, it can be very overwhelming and stressful. So instead, make a list of what needs to be done and prioritize what needs to be done first. What is the most critical thing that we need to do? Write down the three most important tasks that need to be done that day and try to get them done when you have the most energy during the day. So for you, do you work better in the morning? Do you work better in the afternoon? Do you work better in the evening? For some people, they work best first thing in the morning. That's me. For others, it is later in the day because um, they are not morning people. So it really depends on which what works best for you, but prioritize what needs to be done, write down three important tasks that need to be done that, that day, and then try to get them done when you have the most energy during the day. And yeah, some people are not morning people at all. They need to, ha- you know, get a couple of cups of coffee in them before they can really be productive. So you have to do whatever's best for you, whatever time works for you. It doesn't matter as long as it gets done. So that was number 12, prioritize. Number 13 is plan ahead. If you plan ahead what you need to do the following day, week, or month, for example, you will be better prepared and will free your mind from trying to think about all that needs to be done. So plan ahead. That will help you for sure, right? So once again, if you plan ahead what you need to do the following day or maybe the next week or even a month away, if you plan ahead, hey, that's where... Trello comes in handy too, if you want to use Trello or a journal or whatever you want to use, a planner, it doesn't matter, but plan ahead so that 
it won't uh, be causing you stress because you won't be thinking about it over and over and over. Uh, so that was number 14. Number 15 is do your thing. Yes, do your thing. And what I mean by that is do something that you really enjoy doing, whether it's reading a good book, going for a long hike, doing a craft, hanging with friends, etc. Just do your thing and enjoy yourself. Because if you're having a good time, you are less likely to have mind clutter. By the way, if you struggle with physical clutter and mental clutter, you know that there's a good chance I may be able to help you, right? Whether it's from our freebie resources, our courses, our programs, our challenges, our private one-on-one mentoring calls, there's a good chance I can help you. So you can have a clutter-free and organized home and life. Reach out to me. Go to my website at kathymcewan.com, K-T-H-Y-M-C-E-W-A-N.com and send me a quick message. I will personally respond back to you and make a suggestion on the best way we could work together. Or there may be something that, an article that I wrote that I think may be handy for you. Just reach out and let me know what your struggles are and I'll see if I can help you. And I am now just looking at my calendar and next Tuesday when we're um, scheduled for our next podcast episode, it's December 27th. And I will either not have an episode that week or I will throw up an oldie but a goodie past episode. I think that's what I'll probably do. I think I'm just going to throw up an, one that I, you know, one that's um, I did a while back. I'll pick one that's one of my favorites or one of the ones that had the most downloads. So I know that it's a, a good, good one. And maybe I'll post that on the 27th of December. And... And then I will be back on Tuesday, January 3rd. So I want to wish you a wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas to those who celebrate Christmas and all the other holidays that are uh, Hanukkah or anything you may celebrate. I want to wish you a happy new year. I look forward to hanging out with you in the new year. Think about what goals you may have for 2023 and let's make it happen. I'll see you next time. 